What is up, guys? How you doing today? This is Rob with Couch on Fire Podcast. I am coming live at you from South Carolina. Good old South Carolina. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so it's just me. This is episode, solo episode of me. Um, actually doing a little something totally different. Um, it is a... I'm starting this off solo, but... In about a minute or two, you're going to hear some, I wouldn't say, maybe it's lost footage, or um, when I was sitting down recording Summer of uh, Horror with uh, Griffin, who, for the people that don't know, Griffin is a good friend of mine, old co-worker of mine when I lived in Charlotte, and we found out we had a lot in common, and he heard that I did a podcast, and I wanted him to be on an episode, and we were, we actually talked about North versus South with food, because he's a big foodie like me. And um, yeah, it got a lot of views, a lot of downloads. So I was like, man, let's do some more. And then we did like, um, he loves horror movies. So we did talk about the grandfathers of horror and things like that. And then uh, it led to uh, starting like a little mini series with him. And now that's what we're doing, Summer of Horror. It's pretty awesome. But in the middle of recording um, one episode and then sometimes, because we sit down, we'll record like two episodes you know, because of his work schedule and my work schedule, we never really have time to actually do it like once a week. So sometimes we'll go one week and then I won't see, I won't talk to him for another two weeks. <laughs> but um, anyway, in between the episodes, he was just, we were talking about, you know, old co-workers because he's still at the job that I used to be at. And we, he just, he, I just love his voice. You know, he's born and raised in North Carolina. So he's got this, this twang and I feel bad that I should have recorded it from the beginning of the conversation or just left it recording, but um, no, I didn't. So what you're about to hear is where I picked up recording at and where, um, you know, what, what me and him actually were saying and stuff. It's pretty fucking hilarious. He's a pretty funny guy, and I just love things. And he didn't know I was recording until the end when I said I was recording. <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed this, uh, this recording. And, um, yeah, let me know uh, what you guys think. But before we do that, I want to say thank you for everyone. Um, you know, we've been getting new listeners, new viewers, new likes, things like that. And I want to say welcome to the podcast. Thank you for listening to us. Uh, we try to put out contact at least once a week. Um, I normally try to get a couple a week. Uh, Alex and I, who Alex is my co-host we started this with, me and him, created this whole thing. And um, we try to at least be on there once a week. Um, so yeah, just keep staying tuned. Um, this one should come out a couple of days before me and Alex put ours out. So yeah, and check check out the the little sum of horror thing. You know, it's getting a good amount of downloads, but I feel like we can get more. I really do. I challenge you. Check it out. It's pretty fun. If you don't like horror movies, that's okay. But it's still pretty cool to listen to Griffin talk about how what he's passionate about. So all right, well here's this lost file, and I hope you enjoy. And I swear to God, you'd have to put a gun to my head to make me go back. What? What? So you've been up to New York City? I have been up to New York City for two days. Stayed at the Soho Grand in Soho District. It was great. Very comfortable beds. Very expensive food. But some of the best food I've ever had in my life. But Jesus Christ. The people. I don't understand how more people don't go on like mass shooting rampages in New York. Because every person I met in New York was a fucking asshole. <laughs> Like a colossal fucking prick. So if you grow up around assholes, 
it's just an everyday occurrence to you it's just you know to you know growing up up north i wasn't in new york city i was in baltimore but we have a we have a little bit of assholes and just growing up with people that are ignorant you're you're, you're used to it so that's that's kind of funny so you're doesn't used to doesn't even really bother you huh yeah. well i bet you southerners don't bother you a country good old country boy doesn't bother you do they as long as they don't get on like some super racial shit or some super ignorant <laughs> shit i mean if they're just it does actually kind of bother me uh, a lot of southern people are very very inquisitive they're very nosy oh yeah they like they get all up in your business and they don't think there's anything wrong with that well you know what it like is somebody... the small huh. it's, it's small town mentality you ever heard of the big city new york city you know like up north it's big cities but down uh down south it's just a small town mentality where everybody knows everybody's business and everybody's, everybody's in like a country song yeah and everybody's racist Hell yeah. Which, you know, it's just, it's, I don't know. But that's crazy. You went to New York. Yeah. But I'm telling it you, is kinda... I would like to go with you. I want, I just, I just see you just riding in on a horse. Like, <laughs> like how'd I do, ma'am? You just tip my hat. <laughs> just like, where can I, where's the, where's the, where's the hardware store? Yeah, where's the, the saloon? Where's the saloon? Patang. You spit your gum. Patang. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> spit my chew. You know, uh, where else do you want to go? You want to? You said you want to go to Hawaii. Um, the food in Hawaii. So when I lived in Hawaii, the food there, it's more Asian culture, but it's like it's it's a mix of American, Americana, and Asian. So everything that you would think of is it's there. It's crazy. Listen, Rob. Yeah. Between the food and the women, Jesus Christ. You seen some of these Hawaiian women? Oh, I know. Oh, Jesus. Just well, followed one of well actually just I just followed that lady on uh, on Instagram Her name is Kimmy Swimmy it's it's amazing she's got like a hundred thousand followers and I just stumbled across a video one day and it's like Jesus this is neat you know never met somebody who's so passionate about you know just Hawaiian food and all the seafood and shit they grow in their culture um the uh for one what are you doing on Instagram if you're not posting pictures are you stalking girls what are you doing i mean i think stalking is a heavy word <laughs> well, well, there's nothing nothing technically oh, illegal well, about let, what let, I'm doing. let me take my uh my my country um my country notebook you were taking a gander at some girls on the, <laughs> on the instagram <laughs> i was taking a gander at some what what do we even call them down south are they honeys are they darlings there you go taking a gander at some Fine darlings. I'll say they're Southern Bells. You got the Southern Bells over there. No, 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 no. Now, a Southern Belle is a very specific kind of woman. She has to speak with a heavy-ass Southern drawl like me. <laughs> like, oh, sweetheart, that's a, that's a Southern Belle. Dude, what's... Like one of them. Yeah. What, huh? Huh? Well, huh? Speaking, of, speaking of that Southern um, drawl, what the fuck's with the uh, analogy? You guys have the best analogies. Like, we talking. Like this this lady I work with. She's really, you know, she was born in Boone, North Carolina. Oh, so, yeah, <laughs> so she was. Uh, she, yeah. <laughs> she uh, we go together like uh, was it was it uh, we go together like moonshine in the mason jar. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I've never heard that before, but that's amazing. Well, I'm see, use that the, that, that's the thing. Like, there's so many, there's so it's many like, analogies. It's, it's so fucking country. But I stood it immediately. 
<laughs> like, because the only time I'm ever, the only way I've ever seen moonshine is in a gigantic fucking like one gallon mason jar. Well, see, you, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say like a a, a gallon uh, milk milk carton. I was like, damn, that's country right there. That's moonshine, moonshine. <laughs> kind of. What are you thinking? We got some fancy ass milk carton down this way. Ain't no plastic around here, bitch. We invented country ham because we can't get no fucking refrigerators. We just threw a bunch of salt on some pigs. I really, I really wish I remember some, um, some more uh, like, like southern, like um, analogies. Yeah. Yeah. What like. I mean, what do you like? You said some. You said some before. I just, I just don't remember. I'm sure I did. I just don't remember half the shit that I say after I say it. I mean, do you, uh, do you make you make fun of us uh, Yankees in your in your yeah. eyes? What's your favorite yeah. Yankee term? Honestly, it's just all the random Italian cuss words that y'all just like yell out at the top of your lungs, like "fanuke" and "maron" and. I mean, do you associate Yankees as just Italians? There's so many honestly, fucking cultures I, up there. Honestly, when I think of Yankees, I think of like that guy, Pussy Malanka from the from the Sopranos. <laughs> like he's every time you see him, he's always in his underwear and he's always baking something, some kind of Italian food, like the manigot or the the zebi or pie the gravy. I was like, um, what was it, uh? Some of my favorite, because you know, remember I was from Baltimore. Some of my favorite of like a good, good Italian is a, uh, hey, you guys, use guys, you know, you fucking, uh, guys. you got a fucking problem, you want cousin Tony over here. You went almost <laughs> Cockney there, like Cockney British. Oh, a little, little bit of British, a little bit of. You got a fucking problem. You got a fucking problem there, huh? <laughs> I guess I, I guess that was a little bit of British. Would you go overseas? Would you go over to uh, Europe and stuff? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Are as you... long as. It, it, we got We got to stick to English-speaking countries. They will skin my white ass alive. Some of these places. All right. So, you were born and raised in North Carolina, correct? Yes. So you are southern as fucking could be. I am a bona fide local. So my th- my th- thought is there's wh- an old saying that says "we's the constituency." Oh Jesus. Um. Yeah. What the thing? The thing I want to know is why is there a huge stereotype for country folk? It's just just standing like long hair like just holding a like confederate flag just saying yeehaw like you know like nascar country like why is that so why is redneck so familiar with the south like there's red there's rednecks up north i have rednecks i have trailer parks i had you know like i think the main reason why well, I mean, the Confederate thing is obvious. I mean, it's the homeland of Confederacy, and there's a lot of people. Um, because the South was allowed to kind of peacefully integrate back into the Union instead of being occupied like a captured country, there's a lot of, like, support for the Confederacy that never really died out. There's a lot of people, like, I can look across the street right now, and if it wasn't pitch blackout, my neighbor has a minivan that he drives with a gigantic confederate flag like on the front plate <laughs> and he has like a stars and not stars and stripes um what's like the the confederate battle flag bars um, stars and bars or something like yeah, that Yeah, stars and bars yeah yeah he has a stars and bars belt buckle and this guy is like 90 pounds soaking wet just like this little tiny old country ass dude 
but he weigh he wears that belt buckle. I swear to God, it's got to like drag his pants down. The thing must weigh like three pounds. Well, it's gigantic. I think it's like a it's a stereotype. I think it's like one of those things where like like I I do believe more folks down here hunt and fish more. And I do believe that there is a stronger presence of NASCAR fans in the South than there is up North. I can't explain the, the NASCAR thing. Um, I can't it... explain. The hunting and fishing is largely because the South, by and large, much poorer than the North. Yeah. Um, so it became, it started out as something of almost necessity. Like the only way you could eat meat growing up in the South was to catch it yourself. Basically, that's how you learn to fish. You learn how to hunt. There's not a whole lot of money for like TVs and radios and shit like that. So your entertainment was mostly outdoors. You get out there, like you worked on your truck. You went mudding and shit, hunting, fishing, ran out with your dogs and everything. The whole Southern culture thing, I think, is kind of a Southern people are very prideful. Um, and I think once there's this negative attribute, for southern culture in general you know like the redneck thing where you're like you're racist you drink moonshine shoot shotguns and stuff instead of the traditional response which is like that's not true that's bullshit or something they say well yeah that is true but it's still my culture and i'm proud of it you know so they yeah. they, they willingly embrace the trashiness as kind of like a like our version of the counterculture movement mm -hmm. is like the counterculture of the 60s and 70s was obviously anti-war, very hippie, very peace-loving. And now that mainstream culture has kind of accepted and even codified that, the new conservative counterculture is embracing kind of like a more abrasive, primal kind of attitude. Oh, okay. I just thought it was because, uh, you know... It's always sunny down here. It's not as fucking cold, and you can hunt. Well, I mean, more, that's, more that's, definitely, that's yeah. definitely. Well, true. I will Although, say, I, I will say, you know, from my 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 personal differences from being up there to down here is it's more of up there. We say go fuck yourself a little bit more, or we we cuss each we we try to beat each other down more than down mm -hmm. here. Like down here, sarcasm's there, but it's in a different tone. If that makes sense. Like, the sarcasm up north is so blunt and honest. Like, you know, oh, well, if I wasn't as fuck... You know, you know, remember how me and Sean used to just kind of get on each other? Like... Yes. So, because we're both from up north, we we were sar very sarcastic to each other. But sarcasm is, an, is literally, like, only 40% of the sarcasm is just having fun. The rest of it's literally trying to be hurtful. But we do it in a sarcastic way. So it's our way of venting, telling each other how much we fucking hate each other, but in a in a weird way. There was a movie that I saw not that long ago where, like, um, a guy, like, how he would tell his parents, how he would tell his father he loves him, but in a northern way. Hey, you see that game? Yeah, that was a good game. Yeah, you know, I wish they would knock it. You know, they they hit the base. You know, I don't know. They would it's some they would turn it into a sports analogy, and then at the end they'd be like, "Well, you know, yeah, fuck that guy. Well, have a great night. I'll talk to you later." Basically, and then they translated to like real English, and it's like, "Oh, I miss you. I love you. I hope the family's doing good." It's just funny as shit. I don't know. So, but hey, real quick, can you? Uh, by the way, I've been recording this. Um, <laughs> can you? Oh shit! Yeah, can you just give me a really good? country saying like a trademark country 
you know, saying and put a yeehaw at the end. I just want to hear this bitch before I stop recording. Oh, fuck. <laughs> You're putting me on this. Oh, there's millions and millions Damn. of listeners out there, so make sure you do it right. All right. Let me find a good southern saying. Oh, God. Here we go. God damn it, BuzzFeed. I don't even explain. I'm Southern. I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Just give me the words. I was pretty Southern. <laughs> well, God damn it. What, what God damn it, BuzzFeed? <laughs> yeah, there's a good one. Aren't you precious? Mostly this saying is used in a sarcastic tone in response to someone being offensive. Britches, pants, or underpants. What the fuck? <laughs> is this yeah, it's like I've just, never heard a fucking southerner in my entire life. Well, just say britches. Just say, just pull up your britches. Just say something you would normally say. <laughs> just. Um, uh, I think my favorite saying is probably "I ain't a fucking doctor." I know you've heard that a bunch of times. Yeah. Um, I'll take it. I'll take it. All right. Things to say <laughs> in a southern accent. <laughs> Um, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't want to make this like a a very big uh, searching thing. Jesus, I thought you just knew them off the top of your head, but I guess they just come natural to you. <laughs> oh, Grinning like a possum eating a sweet tater. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! So how'd you like that one? Was that a good one? <laughs> I really hope you guys enjoyed that one. Um, thank you for listening and. You know, I do have some lost files here or there, so maybe we might do a couple more ones like this where you get to hear, like, behind the scenes and things like that. Um, Because sometimes we say our best stuff on here, but we say amazing shit when we're ourselves and not recording. And I think uh, that's the greatest part about it. So thank you for liking. Thank you for sharing. um, And all the support out there, I really do appreciate it. Um, Yeah. And... God bless. <laughs> it's like, all right, I'll talk to you guys later. Thank you.